2: Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text BOBBY to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833.
0: Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets if we're doing like a presentation? Graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing, too, especially with some of these apps. You think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. (sighs)
3: Uh, Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting right. across America. Turn it up. Hey. This is the Bobby Bones Show.
4: Let's go. Welcome
0: to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Okay, so, I don't know, four or five months ago, Lunchbox watched Amy's sister's TV show. Building Roots on HGTV. Oh, yeah. that's right, right? That's,
2: oh, that's right. correct. Yeah.
0: So, he watched it. We were very excited because and hold on, don't give so, me a review yet. We watched it because we were excited that Amy's sister, who we've known forever, who I've known forever, got a TV show. Crazy! They, just doing their job they already do. She wasn't like trying to get yeah. a TV show. They nope. what the, the show is based on their business
2: in Colorado. So the HGTV was already looking for a Colorado-based design build firm, and they. What does that
0: mean, design build? Like
2: they do, they create the concept for you, design it, and then like hire all the construction to. They do landscaping, they do interior, they do from the ground up, they oh, do pools, they do everything. And so he started the company back in like 2003 or 2004 in Austin. And so when they transitioned to Colorado, they found them on Instagram. They're like, we like your stuff. Would you do a TV show? And the whole process took like four years to come to fruition. It was not overnight.
0: Happens. Yeah. Goes on. Lunchbox reviews it. Says, I don't really like the show that much. And we're like, your opinion. Okay. Life goes on. Show finishes. Lunchbox,
1: I got an idea because it had a hole in the roof have them come rebuild my house. Correct cuz I had a tree branch fall, I had three ro- three holes in my ceiling and I was like, look, this show needs some ratings boost if they want to come do <laughs> You don't know what the ratings were. But I know it'll be better with me on it okay. because their personalities are not very good. And so Why do you keep doing that? Okay, go ahead. I'm just telling you yeah, that yeah, yeah. this is how it came about. And so I was like, guys, what you need to do is come fix my house, put a celebrity on TV, and boom, you'll get a second season. Well, then we told them when people do those shows, they have to pay for their own stuff. And I said, I'll take out a loan. Okay, so then we're
0: here. <laughs> and then it turns into What? It turns into you hooked him up with a producer.
2: Well, so the producer heard the segment because my sister, like I guess, sent it and was like, "Hey, here's this," and they were dying laughing. She emailed me. She said, "Is Lunchbox serious? I'd like to talk to him." So I sent Lunchbox her contact info, and then they talked. Oh boy! So who
1: casting he, director?
2: He talked. Well, he talked to a producer, producer and, then and a casting, casting person. Director. Like
1: Send they're the all in. They love me. Okay. They absolutely want me on their show. Okay. And so we are we're in negotiations.
2: I didn't even really know he talked to the casting director.
1: Oh yeah. Like she's like, "Oh my gosh, can you email me blah 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 details, some pictures." I mean, she is I mean, she loves me. She I love your story. You're so good. You would be you would be the A segment on it."
2: She said. Right she said A segment? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a segment or No, no, no. A oh, only
1: one segment. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no. No, no, no.
5: A
0: segment. No, no. <laughs> I know but still then but do you think she But, but you or a? a. I think even if she meant A, do they feature two
2: people together? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so they have a main Only oh, you one your own episode? They the have a main Thing, and know, then they have a think. side project But
1: I'd be the main mm-hmm. That's what they told me I'd be the main And you're going to take out a loan to do this? <laughs> Absolutely but Just to be on TV? He's be on TV so guys
2: I told to you guys I need TV. to be on TV
0: so, the, you didn't know that they had contacted him back?
2: I knew that he had talked to the producer.
0: They've emailed me like three times, I guys. knew
2: that a casting director is obviously involved in the process, but I didn't know he had already had that conversation. So, so
0: like, here big. we are. This is breaking... Hey, breaking news! Breaking news! Yet, hey,
1: so, what's it, what do you think's going to happen? Oh, I think they're coming. I think they're coming to my house. We're going to do something. I mean, I'm going to have to find a loan officer somewhere, and I guess at a bank. I think you said loan shark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be Can fun. I that...
2: throw a wrinkle in here, Yeah. Can I Please, please. Okay, so I already know that they had castings for other people in Nashville. Like, that because that's how shows work. And they've had all kinds of submissions for, like, the main thing. (laughs) And so, also, I am being considered. And so I wonder if they're trying to choose between me and Lunchbox for the B segment.
3: No,
1: no, no. no. (laughs) They told me I'd be A. So what if they say you're B? I don't want to do it. I need
0: to be the main. So you're gonna walk. You're gonna You're I, saying it right now. Yeah. Because we're gonna send this to the producer. If I'm B, I'm if out. If you're B
2: You would be what if I'm A and you're B and we're together. Hey
1: Amy, let me tell you. They're but not my considering project's you for really a. Not a. You're telling Amy they're not considering Yeah, they project. already told me. I don't think Amy I have a would, big enough they, told, project. they already told me <laughs> Amy could <laughs> only, it could only be a B,
0: so we need an A. Well, maybe I got a little work I can have done. Oh, I gotta pay for it, huh? Never mind. I'm all good.
1: Yeah. So, Amy, I mean, Red I don't want to, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but you're you, B. You're not. Yes, you're I not. have
2: to pay for it, even you though do. I'm the sister. That's, yeah,
1: you know, I'm on a level. Yeah,
2: it's like this is work I would consider having done anyways. Not it's me. Just that would.
1: I, <laughs> not me. <I'm> a, <laughs> you don't, even care, you don't you, even care about the work. I don't even care about the work. You have a pay hole to get in get your TV. room. I want to pay to get on TV. Okay. Okay. You can just buy public access time. No, it's not good. Okay. I mean, how great would this be?
0: I'm, I'm intrigued.
2: Well, so guess what? I have a call with the casting director today
0: you going to say A or I'm out? I don't know. I, I already told you, you're not A. I, I'm telling you. But what already, if it's a different episode? We've already gone over it. What, what if it's a different episode? I, yes, Amy. Amy's waving I, her hands at me for some reason. I don't know why. I just I think
2: that. they're doing, so it's a Colorado-based show, obviously, and they're kind of maybe going to do an episode in Nashville and maybe an episode in Austin because that is, like, those are two cities they thought would be interesting. So I, I, I don't know. Now I'm nervous that there is a different A and Lunchbox and I are fighting for B.
1: No, no. Amy, I am <laughs> telling you that you are B and I am A. Like <laughs> I have already had these conversations.
2: Okay. Like I know you don't I mean wanna... you are ahead of me in this whole process. I so know, because
1: I'm A. Okay.
0: We I don't know what to say here. Yeah, I don't either. Hey,
1: watch me on H G T V hey, hey. that's what I gotta say.
0: Hey.
6: Let's go. Okay.
5: Well, how cool is this? We know Lunchbox just jumps the gun and doesn't really. Oh even. yeah, he was yeah. looking and for houses in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> before. Exactly. So I can't really trust him right and now. like,
2: how much does he think? Like, because he has a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah. What is that going to cost you? Uh, yeah. And I don't I, know.
1: Don't talk to the loan shark. You don't care. No. Get a loan, man. That's what they're for. Get a loan, man. That's what they're. For. I mean, that's what loans are yeah, for, they're aren't they're they? they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh,
2: God. Well, there's
1: that.
0: I did not know it was going to get into that, but this is exciting news.
1: Yes, it's pretty cool, huh? It's
0: exciting news. A for Lunchbox Yep.
2: and maybe B for me
0: or B you have to be on the show it's your sister what if Amy gets on and Lunchbox doesn't
2: mm, I'm gonna feel bad have, that that
1: drama hey ratings dip
2: okay. well maybe Lunchbox you could stop by <laughs>
1: hey he's a, I brought <laughs> you <laughs> the, cookies he's the urkel of that episode <laughs> the neighbor
0: <laughs> it's time to open up the mailbag
7: you send an email and we read it on the air it's something we call Bobby's Mailbag yeah
0: hello Bobby Bones. I'm very fortunate that I have a mother-in-law that I get along with. Sometimes I think my husband's family is just too close. They're pretty much together every Sunday for dinner, especially in the summer. And while I love our time together, it can get exhausting. I'm a working mom, so I just want to spend my Sunday nights doing nothing. But instead, we load up in the car. We drive half hour to his parents' house for dinner, and I'm usually put to work the minute I get there. I'm always helping with something. Now, I don't want to stop doing these dinners, but I would love if it maybe wasn't every Sunday. How do I break this to my husband and his family? Am I being unreasonable to not want to continue these family dinners every week? How would you handle it?
5: This is a cue from Katie. That's
0: how she signed it. Uh, Eddie, I'll go to you on this one first. Oh, this is a tough one, I man. I think you've been
5: married the longest of anyone here on the show. Yes, and I relate to it in a weird way. And it took me uh, some distance because my family is the close one. For sure. I mean, when we lived down in Texas, my family was over. They would do surprise visits, even like just oh, show up.
0: From out of town yes. and to stay at the house. That's and not a knock and stay for an hour surprise visit. No,
5: no, no. And my wife was like, look, she was very vocal about it and would tell me that she wasn't comfortable with that and she would like a little bit of space. And I really didn't get it until we had, we moved away and my family wasn't in the same state. And then I realized, dang, we were pretty close. So maybe in this scenario... They just need to talk about it. She needs to talk to her husband and say, hey, I'm just not comfortable with this. Can we just move it to once every other week or once every two weeks or something? Really, it's a hard egg to crack, but once everything's out in the open, I think it'll work out.
0: So you're saying go for it, experience the uncomfortableness, and it will be uncomfortable for a while, but what you're getting from it long-term is better than the short-term uncomfortableness. Bingo. That's how I feel about working out. I hate it. It's uncomfortable short-term. I hate it, but I get more from it long-term, right?
2: Yeah. You're always glad you did it. Uh,
0: that's a tough one, though. I, are my in-laws live in another state, right? And right now, we've been married a year. I, they're awesome. And maybe it's because they live far away. Maybe it's because we only see them when it's, but we, I spend enough time with them and I text with them and like, I text with Caitlin's dad all the time about sports. He's a big OU football guy, big Arkansas. I don't know. I feel like they're pretty awesome. So I don't feel like I can speak on this other than that I would agree with Eddie's sentiment that sometimes short-term uncomfortableness is good
5: for long-term growth.
2: And that's with so many things.
5: Right. Yeah. And, and I get it because, you know, that's culture. That I mean, that's just the way his family works. He's going to be offended. By the way, he's, go-
0: he's going to be upset when you bring this up. Correct. And he's going to react in a way that's not going to be positive. He's going to be like, what? You know this is... <laughs> yes. But sometimes and I say this because Caitlin has to do this to me because I do that react in ways. If I get my reaction all out and then I calm down and then I go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of an idiot. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think I can't fully go to what you're saying, but I can I can I can definitely lean into that a little more. You're right about that. I think that could probably happen here. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. And you can let them know you're tired. You have the kids. I mean, you have everything. So maybe it's three weekends a month. Yeah.
2: There that, are all these negotiations. Yeah,
0: Everything's a negotiation.
2: Start small and see where it goes. Mm-hmm.
0: And Or just go every Sunday, but you do no help. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not going <fly. laughs> to You do nothing. <laughs> you just want to eat. All right. Thank you for the email. Good luck with this. We appreciate you sharing that with us. And that's the mailbag. Close it up. We have got your email and we read it on
3: the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Parenting with Eddie, who has four kids. He has four boys. Four boys. And they're between the ages of 13 and zero. Three the youngest. Yeah, yeah, zero. Mm -hmm. All all Mm -hmm. in between. Uh, And so you're going to make them all do their own laundry now?
5: Oh, I'm over it.
0: But I thought that was your thing now. I I know.
5: I'm over it. I am now delegating it to them because... I have one son who changes four or five times a day. That, Rid- that's a lot. Ridiculous. So he just gets home and he's like, ah, I don't like this shirt. He takes a shower. He's like Reba. Yeah. He just back- shows up and goes full Reba. He thinks it's a show. It's not. And I'm I'm over it. And my teenager, him too. his He lets his laundry get out of control. And he doesn't. No one helps me. It's me folding clothes all day. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm buying them all separate laundry bins. So the 13-year-old, 14-year-old has his own. The seven and eight, they have their own. And the baby has their own. And I'm going to do the laundry. Hey, I'm not giving up completely. I will put it in the washer. I will dry them in the drying machine. And then I will- drying machine? Whatever. Clamp it. The dryer. Okay? And then I will pull it out in a big, big, big pile and throw it in their room. And they're in charge of folding them and hanging them up.
0: You know what the room's going to be full of,
5: right? Laundry.
0: Laundry that's <laughs> not been folded and has not been hung up.
5: No, it's not acceptable to not have your laundry put up.
2: But also with your 14-year-old, like, he can start doing the whole thing.
5: I agree, but I mean, baby steps. To me, what it's like... What do you do with a baby? you throw us, like,
2: yeah, yeah, and how does a three-year-old... three-year-old
5: hey, like, kid. He's got to learn early. Does he? Yes. Maybe you give him like three things
0: and he has to fold like it. Like three shirts? Yes. Like okay. three things. You and teach him how to do it.
5: Okay. Yeah. But he's like doing the whole you know potty training thing. So he's got a lot of dirty laundry too.
0: But that's, again, not his
5: fault. <laughs> yeah. You're blaming <laughs> he's the a three year old. Yeah, yeah. The baby. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Yes. So what does your wife say about this? She thinks that they're going to not care and they're going to look like just wrinkled. Oh, they are. But that's not my problem. The re- yes, it is. I think I'm teaching them bones that. If they want to look wrinkled, then you're not going to have a lot of opportunities. It's almost like when you talk to Lunchbox and say, hey, man, you don't dress right. Like, you're not going to have opportunities. This is a lesson for them saying, hey, if you're not looking right, no one's going to take you serious. Yeah, they're kids. They don't care. Dang it.
0: You, you, good luck with the science experiment. But you're gonna throw it in the room; it's never gonna leave the floor. And they're gonna grab stuff and put it on from the floor and throw it right back in the floor. And then it's going getting mixed up: the dirty, the clean. They have to wash it all. Unless again. there's
2: consequences for not putting your clothes away. That's what away. I'm saying. Yeah. But what are you
0: No saying? dinner. No. Okay. Oh my gosh. See, we've already gone. <laughs> no, to I like next, this. The, no, we we no. gotta be tough. Okay, and that we were. And before Eddie gets uh, in trouble by the law, we're gonna go play this song. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. All right.
3: Bobby the latest
4: from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan Number Two's Thirty Seconds Skinny.
6: Preston of Low Cash opened up for the first time about his Bell's Palsy diagnosis to People magazine. He was first diagnosed in December 2009 and then had a rare reoccurrence in December 2021. You can read his full story on their social media at Low Cash. Thomas Rhett recalled how quickly his song Half of Me was written.
0: We were debating, do we want to go get lunch? I remember Josh walking off the bus. So I was like, man, I might get a quick workout in. Do you want to work out with me? And Josh was like, man... Half of me wants to drink a cold beer, and so does the other half. <laughs> I remember it was like, we have to go write that right now. So we went on the bus, and we literally sat there for 35 minutes, and this song just fell out.
6: Jimmy Allen is joining Blake Shelton's team on NBC's The Voice. He will be a battle-round advisor for all of Blake's team during the upcoming season of the show. I'm Morgan. That's your Skinny.
7: It's time for the good news. With
2: producer Eddie. Damn something
6: good.
5: 11-year-old Ava Burke from Maine, she celebrates her birthday, but she doesn't do it like most 11-year-olds do. She asks not for presents, but for her friends and family to donate backpacks. So she gets all these backpacks, and she delivers them to community students that are going back to school. Last year, she got 130 backpacks. This year, she has collected over 200. Wow. I mean, kids don't do this, guys. What
0: would you do if your kid came to you and said, Dad, I want to do Instead of my birthday, I don't want to go to whatever place. I don't want a gift. I want to (laughs) donate.
5: Bones, I would cry. I would cry and give them the biggest hug because my kids would never, ever think of this. Like, they would never. They have a list of 20 toys before they would think about donating them. Do you put any of that blame on yourself for not
0: prioritizing others? And that's how your kids often um, learn and accept truth from their parents.
5: I don't know what you're trying to say here, but no. <laughs> no. Dude, I'm telling you when they're in the car, I try to help I try to pull over and help people that are stranded on the side of the road. I try to be an example to in front of them to show them, "Hey, you need to do things for other people." But this is not sticking. To them. So when I read stories like this, I'm like, Gosh, I wish my kids were like Ava.
0: That's awesome, Ava. Great job. Eddie wishes you were his kid. I right do. Here. I yes, do. That's <laughs> awesome. That is a great story, and that is what it's all about.
4: That was tell me something
0: good. Elder versus millennial. Eddie, how old are you? Oh, Eddie, how are you? 43 years old. I'm an old man. Ray played that music a lot in my ear. How's it going? Down.
6: Morgan, how old are you? I'm 28 years old.
0: You guys have your buzzers? Oh yeah.
6: Eddie,
5: ring
0: your buzzer.
6: <laughs>
5: Okay, that's, that's Eddie's question. You saying poo poo pee Morgan? What is that?
6: It's Kim Possible.
5: Never heard that in my life.
6: It's like the, the best millennial show ever.
5: And Eddie, that's why you mm. are elder. <laughs> that
6: would make sense.
5: <laughs> All right, buzz in
0: if you know the answer. Your goal is to steal the other person's questions. The first question is an elder question What television personality has been the hostess of Will of Fortune? Since
5: Eddie? That's Vanna White. Correct. Vanna White. Ever heard
0: of
6: her, Morgan? Yes, but I was thinking of the guy's name. I just... You he know.
5: said hostess.
6: I know, but I was thinking of the guy. What's his name? I don't know. Pat Jack?
0: <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> Millennial question. What television personality has been the host of Ridiculousness for 20... Morgan. Rob Deerdick. Correct. Wow. Excuse me? Oh. Yeah. Who is that? Elder question. It has a clip. Here's the song. When a man loves a woman. Eddie's ringing in without knowing the question. Go ahead. That's
5: Michael Bolton.
0: When a man loves a woman was the number one song for what artist in 1991? Yeah! It was Michael Bolton. Yeah. Woo. All right. Millennial question. It has a song. Here we go. Okay. Uh-huh. The way, featuring Mac Miller, was a song. Morgan. Ariana Grande. Correct. Wow. From what artist debut album in 2013? <laughs> Dang. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Got it. Two to two. Nobody's stolen anything yet. <sighs> Elder question: What was Jodie Sweetin's character name on Eddie? That's
5: Stephanie. That's
0: correct. Any role in those categories. Morgan, you're up. You gotta get this one to stay I know, in. Oh, I know. What was Aubrey Drake, Graham's character's name on Degrassi? Uh, A- Aubrey Graham Drake. What was his character's name on Degrassi? I'll
5: let her miss this one.
6: Do you know it? No. Because I don't know it. <laughs> no chance. Oh man.
0: Um, I... Morgan? Michael. That's incorrect. Eddie? I'll guess Drake. Drake, Drake. Oh, no, no, Drake. Drake. <laughs> Drake, Drake. <laughs> no, Drake. No, no, Drake, play, Drake? No, Drake played the... Mm? Drake. No. No, no Drake. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Jimmy Brooks. Oh. Eddie is the elder. Eddie is the winner. Yeah! Nice show, Which, by did... the way, Eddie, you're the champion. That's five.
5: That's five? That's five. Well, let's go! Woo! <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs>
0: We've been giving Morgan shows from back in our day to review. Morgan,
6: you're how old? I am 28.
0: And so you'd never seen Beavis and Butthead?
6: Never seen Beavis and Butthead, nope.
0: It got the lowest score of all that we've given her. (laughs) It's terrible. A 0.5 out of 5. (laughs) 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 The Goonies did terrible on her list. It got 2 out of 5 truffle shuffles, which I thought was a bit low. Seinfeld, also pretty bad. 2.5 out of 5 jackets. Austin Powers, one out of five Groovy Babies. (laughs) That's crazy. Now, some of the ones that she liked, Back to the Future, four out of five DeLoreans. The Karate Kid, 4.5 out of five Cobra Kais. Shawshank, five out of five. So, she's not being a hater to all the stuff from our day. But I had her watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's Keanu Reeves, if you ask me, his finest work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's his finest work. So, Morgan, this movie from 1989, it gets an 81% positive on Rotten Tomatoes, but what does Morgan the Millennial give it?
6: Well, it started out so cheesy, and I was like, it's oh, listen, yeah. oh, great, like, this felt like it was going to be Beavis and Butthead in real life. That's what, the what first you cheesy? 30 minutes. Like, they're like
0: bros, like, dude. <laughs> yes. All, yeah.
6: Very stupid. They're playing air guitar. They, they don't, don't really care bad. about life. Yeah. Right? So, the first 30 minutes, I'm like, this is going to be the stupidest movie ever but it started to pick up when they started picking up the history characters and there was this whole adventure and I actually really enjoyed it when it came to all the history characters like living out in real life. That was my favorite part.
5: So great. Beef oven.
6: Yeah, I thought that was a really cool concept. I, I would love to see history characters actually in real life now. So I ended up really liking it and I give it 3.5 out of 5 phone booths. All right, we'll take That's that. That's pretty good. Wow. take that.
0: So that was my favorite movie from much of my life. Loved it. Still one of my top five ever because I enjoyed it and learned so much about it. And it even inspired me to learn about Joan of Arc, a little bit of Beethoven, although I'd never got that classical music, but Socrates, all of that. So I think even for when I was young, that was not only a fun movie, but it kind of secretly made you learn stuff. So I think that's why I loved it so much. And I loved it. 69. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's <laughs> the root. Felt. But that's the root of 69. For me, I know whatever it says, but that was always funny to me as a kid, not even know it. So yes, Bright, you thought it was cool?
6: Yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, I would like to watch this movie and enjoy history this way. I would probably have learned more in history class if it was like that movie.
0: All right, we're going to assign you 3.5 out of 5 for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And so now we assign her something else and we give her a few weeks to watch it. Here we go. No rush. But Morgan, have you ever seen the movie Stand By Me? Oh. oh, so good. Oh, my no, goodness. guys. I mean, not good. Don't. No, no, no. Don't say that either. <laughs> Have you ever seen Stand by Me? I
6: don't think so. Who's in it?
0: You've never seen it. Jerry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. called? Jerry O'Connell as a kid. Corey Feldman. Corey, yeah. Yes.
6: Not ringing a bell. Leaches. So I don't think so.
0: You're nothing. You, uh River, River Phoenix. Phoenix. Nothing. Nope. Stand by Me, 1986. You were born what year?
6: 1993.
0: Okay, so it came out uh, way way, way before you were born. Uh, (laughs) It's only an hour and 29 minutes.
6: I like a short movie. Train! Is it a comedy or sci-fi? What's the vibe of that movie? It's not sci-fi.
1: I'd say it's about life. Yeah, the genre? Life. Life. Life.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So like Shawshank Redemption, maybe? Mm, Mm, No, we're we're, we're just going to say You guys are not giving me
1: a genre here. Yeah, we're
0: not. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you watch Stand By Me. We're not going to say anything about it. We're don't. We're not not going to tell you if we think it's good or not. Are we guys? Nope. No. We're not going
1: to say anything. Nothing.
5: Done.
0: You guys reacted
4: Oh, so good.
5: Sorry, dude. I, Sorry. I,
1: I, it, you just say it and it hits me. Yeah, right? it does. Yeah. It hits me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. The, the the genre is life. And
6: I don't think that's a movie genre, but we're going with hey,
0: it. Hey, it. it will be. It will be <laughs> to you, you real will. soon, Morgan. You realize. And then we'll check in with you in a few weeks or so. All right. you accept the challenge? I do accept it. All right. There she is. Morgan. You will watch Stand By Me next after she loved Bill and Ted. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for uh, some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on I'll being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time, and I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was, and then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it. You know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new this shirt saves lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight. And visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs> audible.com slash the boar's nest a school in Georgia was on lockdown they thought there was a gun but actually it was one of those massage guns
2: Aww. oh like a Theragun yeah
0: that your daughter was taking to school
2: yeah she was charging people a dollar a minute
0: the student question admitted he had the massager and pointed it at another student but police confirmed it was nothing like no Aww, physical harm man. but they're glad that somebody said something yeah because you sure. always want to say something even if you're wrong better than not saying something right um, so, Fox 5 Atlanta had the story. I just thought of your daughter. Mm-hmm. Is she going to try that in high school now?
2: I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. So much
0: money. I'd pay for that. Like, if somebody showed up today and was like, hey, going to check out the gun? Oh, I, I sure would, Eddie. Thank you. Oh, $1 a minute. I'd be like, dang, you got me. There you go. It a dollar. Venmo,
4: Eddie. Yeah. That's <laughs> Royce. Here's Amy's pile of stories.
2: Some kids started school last week. Some are starting this week. Some the following. So, a teacher is speaking out about what parents should not do with teachers. She's uh,
0: send their drugs in their backpack with their kid. Oh, yeah, that, ha- that happens bad. a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: That didn't make the top five, but no. I'm sure it's on there. Okay. Okay. So don't call for a meeting with them without explaining why it's needed. But some parents, they just you know want to talk to the teacher. But and maybe you say that. Give though. them specific. This
0: is a general meeting. I like to catch up on the overall body of work that my child is doing. Yeah, that yeah. sounds normal. But at least you can say that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they'll decide if they want to meet with you or not. Don't try to be friends with a teacher like a quick hi will do. You don't have to stop them and talk about a lot. Don't believe that your kids' complaints are you know, factual without hearing the teacher's side of things. Don't reach out to the teacher unless there is something they absolutely need to know. And then when you give them gifts, skip the cliche coffee mugs and apples, et cetera. Try to be different.
0: What do you think, Eddie? She gave, gave all these things. You got four of them.
5: Man, you know what I do when I'm with the we meet the teachers? I follow on Instagram. So now I want to be friends with them. And look, if I need a meeting, oh. there's no meeting. Just DM. Hey, hey, my son said this, whatever. They DM back. That's how it works.
2: Whoa, do you ever see anything like you don't feel like you should see a teacher That's doing? That's another
5: reason why I follow them. I want to see how risque they are outside of the classroom.
2: Because
5: That just turned creepy. weird. Well, no. Yeah, that just turned for, creepy. Guys, it's for my kids. I mean. Yeah, yeah it's
0: for your okay. kids. Your wife walks in. No, 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 no. It's for the kids.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Amy, what else you got? Have you ever had to quit a job before? Mm, yes. but mm, I don't know. <sighs>
0: no, yes, I've had to quit to move to other jobs.
2: Yeah, well, but you've always kind of been in radio. You've been no. More I had so to quit a roofing
0: job. I had to quit my job at the marina. I had to quit working at a restaurant. But always to do something else. Okay. And go. Hey, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta move.
2: Well, four and five of us have quit a job before, and I have the top reasons why you might want to leave.
0: Boss well, sucks. Radio jobs better. You want your career?
2: Oh, You want to
0: leave and change ch- I quit a job to, to come work yeah. for you. Yeah, go ahead.
2: And that was not easy for me to do. Uh, co-workers are no good. Schedule is So awful. far, we're all quitting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I got a better job offer. Doesn't pay enough. And bad boss or bad management.
0: Well, three out of five for you guys.
2: And then I also decided to look up, like, if you're trying to quit and how you can do it gracefully, you should definitely do it in person. Make sure you give two weeks notice. Write a letter of resignation. Uh, you know, set the employer up for success. And then write a goodbye email to coworkers. Yeah, most of them that didn't happen. <laughs>
0: Most times you don't like it because you're leaving and you don't Uh like them. And uh, it is good, though, to be cool because they will get a call going, hey, are they good? You know, that always comes back. Yes. What
2: else? Uh, Darius Rucker is having to speak out against scammers that are posing as him on social media. He said that his team of people has to shut down over 200 scams a month. And so he's like, hey, guys. You, if you think you're talking to me, my family, my crew, or my band, you're not. <laughs> we are not talking to you, he so said. It's got to have a blue check mark. It's not him. And they are shutting them down as fast as they can, but they keep popping up.
4: All right.
2: I'm Amy. That's my pile.
4: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
2: With Bobby. Tell
7: me something good.
0: When 17-year-old Fallon O'Regan noticed his apartment building where he lives... In Pennsylvania, it was on fire. He was like, all right, I got to help people. He and his downstairs neighbor, Robert, moved a nearby trampoline over to the apartment so residents trapped on the third floor could jump onto the trampoline. So, so smart. Balance <laughs> says some of his neighbors first tossed their dogs, partially just to see, partially to save the dogs. That was the test, the dogs? Well, they were like, I got to, we, we, we want to, Yeah. You know what? What was the true intention? A test or it. to save the dogs, but the dogs were okay. They boing, they landed. Uh, one person did hurt their leg during jumping. You almost got to jump and then like, like yes, break o- your other, fall. Otherwise, you're gonna go boing and then yeah. back up into the window again. <laughs> you never want that. You jump down, you're like, I'm free. Boing, right back in. Uh, but it mostly helped. Other than the one person to hurt their leg, uh, several residents had to be taken to the hospital for smoke inhalation. All 18 people were displaced by the fire, but nobody died, and the outcome could have been so different had they not pulled the. Tr- it just sounds like a cartoon, right? It really it does. does. It really does. Yeah, it sounds like a Three Stooges cartoon. Something.
5: <laughs> I'm picturing them all jumping and then doing flips and little, you know, backflips and doing tricks while they're jumping, getting,
0: getting their TikTok views up. <laughs> like, film this. Uh, but Fallon O'Regan and the neighbor Robert, good thinking. Good thinking. Got that uh, trampoline out there, and everybody's rocking it. All right, that's good news, and that's what it's all about.
4: That was tell me something good. <laughs>
0: We we'll have 90 seconds to figure out the end of the joke. It's the investigative Morning Corny. Amy reads it, and we go. If we can get it, we go to the next one. Come on. The most we've ever got is three. Is that Ooh, it? We were, it? We were really close but to four. one per 30 seconds. That's pretty good. Pretty good. All right, let's go.
2: <laughs> the Morning Corny. If the internet had a boat, where would they park it?
5: The internet has a boat. Dock. Dock. So, port. Port. Yeah, USB port. USB port. USB port. Come on. USB
0: port. If no. Oh. oh, dang. If the internet had internet. a boat.
2: Uh-huh. So there's
5: gotta be a port. WWW.
0: No, why would it be a port? That's a computer thing. And a, I think. I think it's a good, uh, Okay. Web. Okay, let's just Dot guys com. start over. Start over. Internet.
5: World Wide Web. If
2: the internet had a boat, where would they park it?
5: Server. Um, server. The, where
0: do you park a boat? And what's a dock play on. A dock. A dock. Marina. A, dock. a dock. A Google Doc. Google Doc. Google Doc. Oh, is that it? Google Doc. let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Number two.
2: Uh, what do you get if you boil a funny bone?
5: Elbow, someone with the elbow?
0: Humorous uh, funny bone, uh, laughing stock. Let, do it! That's do it. it! Let's go! Oh bones. my goodness that is let's go! go. Oh, oh my goodness. That came on. out of no I flew <laughs> out of my butt. Alright, next <laughs> go. one. What
2: happens when you cross an angry sheep and an angry cow?
5: Bahamoo. Bad mood. Bad
0: oh my mood.
2: goodness! Go, 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 oh my goodness! Go! Go! Oh, oh sorry. Okay, okay. You miracles! <laughs> uh, guess who I bumped into on the way to the eye doctor?
5: Optometrist. Iris?
2: Iris! Go!
5: I don't know if that's it. No, No, not. okay, okay. <laughs> into... Pupil! Um... What is
2: it? Guess who I bumped into on the way to the eye doctor? Irene!
5: Iris! I don't know, I couldn't I see. I don't-
2: I can't tell because I'm blind.
5: Irene? That's a good one.
0: Um, why is
2: Irene good?
5: Because it's an eye.
2: I, Guess oh. who
0: I bumped in on the way. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Guess who I bumped. If you're going to the eye doctor, you can't see, or it's a part of your eye. So it's either something to do with you not being able to see, or it's gonna be a part, a part of the eye.
5: It's a corny, so it's gotta be part of the eye. Who did you bump into? What if you way?
0: bumped into the door? That's not a who. Oh okay. Okay, we didn't get Everyone. Okay. Yeah, yes, right. Let's it. Everyone. Okay. Like yes, that it. Oh. Everyone.
2: Everyone. Oh
0: we <laughs> got gosh. three, though. We... Listen. <laughs> yeah,
2: don't be down. That's, <laughs> our,
0: <laughs> <laughs> our, that's our PR. Just we just hit it again. The personal uh, record. Like three. We were so close to four. I know. That one, that bad mood or whatever. Bad mood. <laughs> talk.
2: Laughing <laughs> stock. <laughs> 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 you came out <laughs> with that Wow. Yeah. Come on, boys. Okay, we're feeling
0: good. We're feeling good. All right, do the thing Clear
2: eyes, full hearts.
0: Can't lose. Awesome job, team.
1: I'll be honest with you guys. I don't remember why I told
0: Lunchbox to do this. I don't remember either. What I'll tell this?
1: you why. Why? Because we did a segment about if you could go back and l- listen to one musical artist live, like go to their concert, who yeah. would it be? Oh, you knew nothing about Woodstock. I knew nothing about Woodstock, but I said everybody talks about it, so I'd go to Woodstock. I didn't pick an artist. I just picked Woodstock. And oh, then yeah. we said, okay. what
0: about it? And you said, I don't know. Got I Got it. No idea. Now it makes sense. So Lunchbox, I said, hey, you should do a report for On Air and teach us about Woodstock. So we're going to give him up to three minutes. If you'll go up to the head of the class lunchbox. He's now walking up to the big mic on the (laughs) stage. Ah. Do you need any sort of, like, clips or vision? What do you need?
1: I I, I gave Ray some audio clips that I'm going to need, and I I got a picture of it so I know what the people's names are. So I'm pulling out my phone. You have a Uh, picture of their names? Yeah. Or you wrote them down? Yeah, I wrote them down. Like, I I wrote them down and took a picture of it. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Hey,
0: whatever for I agree. I just didn't understand. He had a picture. <laughs> like, how else would hey, you do it? Right, no, you, you could, yeah,
1: write them down, or
0: or you could uh, type them on your phone. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to lead him in with for Woodstock? Does he have a lead in or any sort of like seventies? Yeah, just 60s? when he tees one up, I'll hit it up. Okay, uh,
1: and. Class, please welcome Lunchbox to the front of the class. Lunchbox, begin your report. This is Woodstock, 1969. Oh my goodness, my mind is blown. So first of all, these four dudes get together and they're going to open a recording studio in Woodstock, New York. And then they're like, screw the studio, let's have a concert. So they book this farm and they send out advertisements in the newspaper and magazines. And they're thinking 25,000 people will show up a month before it's supposed to start. The town says, you know what? You're not welcome here. You can't have your concert. So they're like, we're not canceling. We're going on. And they find this dairy farmer. and They're like, hey, can we use your farm for 25,000 people? He's like, sure. Come on. Well, next thing you know, the dang concert is about to start, and they don't have the stage built, they don't have anything built, and people are starting to show up a week early for this concert, and they don't even have a perimeter set up. People just start camping in the field. It is unbelievable, and they had to make a decision. Do we finish the stage, or do we put up the fence so we can take tickets? And they decided, build the stage, the concert's going to be free! Oh yeah. my goodness! Oh. And what's crazy is this is before internet. So they think 25,000 people are going to show up. The first day, there's over 200,000 people in this guy's farm. Cars are parked along the highway 20 miles back. And this it's supposed to start. There's no musicians. Why? Because there's traffic. There's traffic. They can't get there. There's no one there to play music. And there's 200,000 people in this guy's dairy farm. And so the first guy to show up, his name is Richie Havens. And they're like, hey, man, you got to go on. He's like, I'm not supposed to go on for a while. He got up there first and had to play for two and a half hours because there was no other musicians. The first day, they're like, wow, that was crazy. 200,000 people. And And it goes pretty much all night. They wake up Saturday morning. There are over 400,000 people in this guy's dairy farm. 400,000 people. This is pre-internet, guys. People came (laughs) from all... like This is unbelievable. The drugs were flowing, I mean, all (laughs) over the place. I mean, lots of drugs. They had no way to get there. So everybody's flying in, all the artists. They run out of food. They run out of everything. They didn't even hire police to be security for this. They hired a commune, like hippies. They just hired them to be their security for 400,000 people. And the crazy part is, this didn't even take part in Woodstock. It was in a different town, guys. It was (laughs) amazing. They ran out of food, so people in the town started emptying their pantries and sending food down, and then they had to c- declare a natural disaster and helicopter food in, like, pounds and pounds and pounds of food. Yes, Amy.
2: Oh, hi. Um, Why was there a natural disaster?
1: Because the people were hungry. The, there were people there. Was
2: four, oh, I thought maybe.
1: Yeah, like, the governor Weber. had to declare a natural disaster because there was no food for 400,000 people, and it was just bananas. And here's the crazy part. There's no police. These kids are all there just getting high. <laughs> and there was no violence. There was no fighting. There it was just a weekend of pure bliss. They came and the, and the dairy farmer gets up on the stage and he is like, "Listen, guys, I didn't believe you when you said you just wanted music and peace and a great weekend." And that's exactly what you did. It was the most beautiful thing I've been a part of. And I was like, that is amazing. Like, it was so crazy. Okay, so what we're going to do It's I want to hear the end of this. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I want to take a break and we're going to come back. Okay. I want to play one. Actually, one of the artists that played Woodstock. You want to play one wait. Yeah, I'd like to play... Uh, well, hold on. We're going to play Luke Bryan. Here's one... He margarita. was not there. What, was, he didn't
5: play Woodstock. No, no. Oh, he didn't? No, not Luke. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh. Luke didn't. Okay, we're going to play Luke anyway. <laughs> we're going to come back. Lunchbox is going to finish his Woodstock report. Okay, next. Lunchbox is giving us a full report on Woodstock 69 because he didn't know what it was. And I was like, hey, you should do a little report. And he is dialed in. Give us one fun fact before we have to come back. Give us something else. So the farmers go up on stage
1: and there's no violence. There's no crime, really. I mean, the most... <laughs> I don't know what stat you want, but the fact that 400,000 people and then they they just get and the people that organized it, they put all this money into it and they just looked at each other and said, you know what, we're going to take a bath. And they got on stage and said, it goes, we're going to take a bath. We're going to lose a lot of money, but it's a free concert. That is the most unbelievable thing is they people traveled and it's in the middle of like the Vietnam War protests. So you're thinking everybody, the country is at a, like, oh just crazy level and, of... And it was. Tents. They had tense. Yeah, yeah. And so you think there's going to be so many fights and people... I don't understand how they brought that many people to this small town, 400,000 people before the internet. Do you guys... That is like the most mind-blowing thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they all just camped on this farm. Just camped. Just brought their sleeping bags and people would be walking down the road. They were all piled on top of cars, driving to... Sl- I mean, Unbelievable! I don't know what stat you want. Okay, we're gonna come back. He's gonna finish his report. Oh, I'm not going right now. I thought I was gonna keep going. You ever talk about the artists? Uh, I got. I mean, I. I, What do you want me to tell you about the artists? I got some of the artists. Who played? Yeah, who played? Like some of the memorable people that played. Yeah, I got some of them. Yeah. Are you wanting right
0: now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll come back. Lunchbox finishes his Woodstock '69 report next.
2: Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate
0: Audible.com/TheBoar'sNest. No. the box is fired up. <laughs> he picked Woodstock '69 to go to if he got to go back in time, and I was like, "What about it?" He goes, "I don't know." I was like, "What do you mean? You're going to go back?" He goes, "I don't know. I just heard about it. I don't know anything. I don't know who played it. Don't know anything about it." So I said, "Why don't you learn about it and teach us?" And in the last segment, he taught us. There's, uh, you know, some dudes. They're going to do a recording studio, and they go, "Nope, we're going to have a festival." And then the town's like, can't have it here. Can't have a big concert here. So they move out of town. This farmer, this dairy farmer gives them their farm. They thought 25,000 people would show up. Instead, 40,000 people are there. 400. No, no, 400,000. 400, wait, times 10.
5: Wow. <laughs> you forgot that part. Mm-hmm.
0: And so then, but there's no crime. There's no crime. Everybody's hey, getting probably, along. Probably, Everybody's probably
1: helping. Like, you know why there's no crime? Because they're all high.
7: Like
0: love. And, and, Peace, and love.
1: And here's the crazy part. They had, they, they had trip tents. Like if you had a bad trip on like, drugs you go in this tent and there's someone there to comfort you they take care of you and then once you recover the next person that comes in the tent you take care of them oh, so wow. it was like a wow. cycle That's pretty cool of, i didn't know that it was so crazy so what if let's say there had been no uh
0: no wacky no wacky weed sure what if it had just been only alcohol Opposite fights,
5: opposite, right? 100%. Uh, yes, fires. Yeah, yeah, That's you, Woodstock 94. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, now you tell me which one's worse. Or 99. Worse. Tell
1: me which one's worse now. All right, go ahead, Lunchbox. Finish this. So, finish. The, all these artists, I've never heard of these people before. Like, like Joan Baez, uh, Janice Joplin, uh, someone named Joe Cocker. You know, their never music heard of well. yeah. Once yeah. Joe Cocker got on stage, I was like, whoa, what would you do? Lunchbox pointed a ray, like, like play the clip. <laughs> But Janis Joplin oh, Didn't know her Like show, me and Bobby so McGee Bobby I don't know that No So uh, these are just names And then Sly and the Family Stone Get up there I mean when I was watching him On the Woodstock documentary I was like This is cool Yeah
0: They were cool Very cool Different
1: Yeah, yeah Real different We're going crazy All right, loved go ahead.
0: I loved it I loved it How the did energy. you see this though? What did you watch? On a documentary How long was it?
1: It was like two hours And let me tell you the reading about it doesn't do it justice. <laughs> it doesn't do it justice. I am so glad I watched yeah. the documentary because this goes down as probably the most incredible thing in the history of America. Wow.
2: Whoa. Most. More
1: so than the revolution, the fact that you can get four hundred thousand people together—the
0: uh, slavery going away because of the Civil Oh War. yeah,
1: this that you can <laughs> have four hundred thousand people get together. There is no violence. Everybody takes care of each other. There's like they would get the on Wright brothers, stick. brothers airplanes. Like, no, people not would that. call the festival. <laughs> Here's what's crazy. Oh, People would leave, you know, wherever they're from, California, to go to this festival. And their mom and dad had no way to get in tr- touch with them. They would call the festival and say, tell Samantha to call home. And the guy would, in between acts, would get up on stage. Hey, Samantha from California, <laughs> please call home. It's like, what in the world? How do they do that? It's crazy. And they had an information booth, like 400,000 people, no cell phones. If you lost your friend, you went and posted a thing on the booth says, hey, I'm going to be at the car. Come find me. And that's how they got it. And there was only two, three deaths in the whole thing. Two from overdose. One got run over by a tractor because <laughs> he was in a sleeping bag. And they oh didn't see him. Oh, my gosh. That's a lucky way to go. That's, yeah. a sucky way to go. that's like, terrible. If I read it right. Yeah. But, yes. And so then the, like, it goes all the way into Monday morning because they're playing all night. They had crazy storms. There's nowhere to go. So they just laid under their tents and laid under their sleeping bags right there in the field. Muddy mess. People start sliding in the muds like kids. Everyone was a big, happy family bathing in the river. And just to see the town come together and help these people, because they were kind of annoyed at first and then they loved it. And they were just like, it was so amazing. And to close it out, there was a guy named Jimi Hendrix. He went on at like 10 in the morning on Monday morning because he was like, I'm the last one to go on. And everybody kept playing and they had delays because of weather. Went all the way into Monday morning and he closed it out with the national (laughs) anthem. It was incredible, guys. This was the most fun I've had watching a documentary in a while. <laughs> like, and then what's crazy yeah. is the people that were at the festival, some of them stayed Monday and helped clean. They just stayed there and helped clean.
2: That is pretty amazing. Like that's so
1: crazy. What does that teach you
0: about, I don't know, folks in general? It tells you that the world was different back then because
1: you could actually get together and not have violence. You can't Well,
0: but listen, it is it this I would compare that time to this to today, honestly. Because of Vietnam War and how people were fighting about that yeah, is how that's people true. fight about that. So I don't think the whole era does. That's a that's a small. Section. But how can you
1: have something with four hundred thousand people and not even have police there? That is bananas, bananas. And I, I now I, I I stick by my thing. I'd want to go to Woodstock '69. That I, I, after watching it, I was like, I would have loved to been there to see it to experience it. And it would probably would have been miserable, but. The fact that it went down like that was the most amazing thing I've ever... I, I, it was so crazy. That's a heck of a report. Is he
2: done?
1: He's done. That's beautiful. a heck of a report. That was a report.
2: So good. You make you me made want, me go want to go back in time. Yeah. I want to have a
1: time machine. I, I'm telling you guys, if you want to, there, there's other documentaries that were I've like six it. hours. Yeah. I was like, I, got, I don't oh, know I've six hours. Oh, I've seen that one. I've seen that. And I was like, you got to go watch it. I was this. My jaw was on the floor when people started showing up a week early. I'm like, this is awesome.
0: I watched the long one, but well, they showed all the musical performances, and I fast-forwarded through a bunch of them.
1: So I probably saw this. Basically, the same one lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. Wow, guys. Like, uh, so and, how
2: did word spread? Like, that, that,
0: no, like it was just in magazines and stuff. Yes. And people were like, I'm going to go through I'm paper gonna... and then radio stations.
1: And what you would do is you would clip it out and say, I want two tickets. And you would attach your payment or whatever. But then other people that just showed up that were going to buy tickets at the door, they got in free. So they lost a ton of money. Mm. Ton. Now, have you seen the Woodstock, the new Netflix or HBO documentary? For 99 no, I'm going to go back and watch that because... That's, that's a great sequel.
5: Yeah, that's a di- different vibe. It's no, a di- no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, no, because my best friend, Forrest, he went. Yeah, he, We were in Chicago, and he was like, I really want to go. And he got on a Greyhound bus from Chicago and went to Woodstock by himself.
0: Similar situation. Watch that one, and maybe next week give us a report on that one. Oh, yes. Okay. Good
5: idea, Bones.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, Watch okay. the one on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, there's one on HBO Max. It was really good, but the one on Netflix is a little more thorough, I think.
1: Okay. So watch that on Netflix. But Peace, love, and happiness. Right. I am all. I, no, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the guy that ran the commune, that, that was the head of security, he was hilarious. It was all about just being happy. It was, but and there was kids at Woodstock. Okay. Like, baby. We got a wrap It, it was up. bananas, guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear you. I can't.
0: You believe can't it. believe it though.
1: Like how? No. Yeah, yeah. Like we can't even have a. like, You couldn't even have a Raging Idiots festival without at least one fight.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't like, go to a baseball you pay for this
1: ticket, bam. <laughs> you can't go to a baseball game yeah. without a fight. Yes. yes. They yes. had 400,000 yes. people from across America, and they were just a big, happy family. And I I mean, I want to experience that. A-plus lunchbox. Yeah. A-plus. Grade. Lunchbox.
0: A-plus. <laughs> Amy, so this guy over here to my right, we met him on PlayStation.
2: Yeah, Yeah. How, I feel, know. how you feel about that? I mean, it is interesting, that's for sure.
0: Andrew, how are you, buddy? Good, how are you? So Andrew was on Twitter one night, and I was on Twitter.
4: Do you remember what I tweeted? You tweeted running. Uh, we got four people for NBA 2K. We need a fifth. Who wants to play? That's right. Because we on a basketball
0: team, Amy. There are five people.
2: Oh yeah. Right.
0: Just making sure you know we're oh, all, I all on the same page here. At Junior high. Right. And so we had me and Eddie and my buddy Steve and Mike and playing. We need one more. And Andrew goes. Well, I'm awake. I play.
4: So how long ago was that, Andrew? That was two summers ago. It was like right during the COVID break, and I was actually playing Fortnite with some of my buddies. We were playing squad mode. And we were trying to see who could survive the longest. So I was hiding in a trash can (laughs) completely by myself. So everyone else is actually playing the game. I'm on Twitter. And so I see it like two seconds. I'm like, oh, might as well tweet it out, see what happens. I'm decent at the game. So he's real good, actually. He's
2: the best. best.
0: Yeah. So then we start to play. And now we talk to Andrew all the time. It's like our friend, our real life friend. Yeah. And so what you're seeing here is video games making real life human connections yes
2: yes. Yes. well in the internet twitter and I know everything about Andrew
0: we talk all the time Andrew just graduated from University of Kansas he's going to law school now like his brothers in University of Kansas, Andrew's manager for the women's basketball team goes on all the trips. Was manager of the year for Big Twelve. He lied about that, but he still said it, and we believed it. <laughs> Dang, right? You. Yeah,
4: that was a pretty good prank. It's a pretty good <laughs> prank. <laughs> <laughs> manager of the year. Yeah, our coaches thought that was legit, and they're like, "What is this?" They're reposting it and stuff. It was pretty funny.
0: So, how do you feel, Andrew? About like here you are, you've come to some raging Idiot shows. You're in the studio. Like, I feel like we're real life friends at this point.
4: Yeah, it's. I mean, everyone's asked me, "Oh, how's it? You know, it's so cool. It must be cool. so cool to be friends with Bobby." I'm like, "Yeah, like, you know, we talk Like, we've known each other for a while, and so that kind of, not like wow factor, but it's kind of like worn off a little bit. Where it's like, yeah, like, yeah, he's that's that cool. Boy. Yeah, that's the wow yeah. factor. Yeah,
0: Ain't <laughs> that cool. But, um, so we put the headset on, Amy. It's very. What's a word that I would use? It's a very intimate thing, to be on a headset with one person for an hour, only talking to each other for an hour. Because, yes, we're playing the game, and I'll be like, dang, Andrew, you got me. Nice shot. But mostly the whole time is filled with talking about what's going on in life, you know?
2: So that's I'll, how you know all this about him?
0: Yeah. That's literally how we know stuff about each other is him, us playing and him dominating me.
2: Ooh, what does Bobby open up to you about?
0: <laughs> don't worry about that. That's secret. Yeah, that's, you just that, said all his that stuff? That stays with them. Well, well, I, don't, I don't, was about to answer. And he's but like, uh-uh. I don't say the good stuff, though, that I know about Andrew. Oh, the good, the good stuff. stuff. I call the good good on PlayStation. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So here's what we'd like to say. This is a public service announcement. If your husband or your wife likes to play PlayStation and you're like, hey, you're away for too long, we say, but look at the growth that happens. Look at the real friendships that come from this. Look at Andrew sitting right there in the flesh. Mm-hmm. He's our friend, right, yeah, Eddie? He's our
5: friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I I told my wife, too, and she, she thought this was weird, but I said, like, Andrew's so cool that, because when he was in college, he was like, you know, oh, guys, I can't play tonight. I got to study, and he'd have movie night every, it was it dinner and movie, like, every Friday night?
4: Yeah, every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, every Thursday. <laughs> and,
5: and I told my wife, I'm like, that's the kind of son, like, I want. I feel like Andrew, when I talk to him sometimes, like, dude, good, solid role model. I like hanging out with good Andrew, kid. and she's like, wow, that's really weird. Law buddy. school.
0: And that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> law school. So here it is. In real life form, your husband or wife, when they're on PlayStation, can have a real, make a real life friend out of that game.
2: Yeah, so there's more to it than just the gaming. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Andrew, it's how old are you? Connection.
4: I'm 21. Going on 22.
2: <laughs> you know. Going weird. on 22.
4: Yeah. it's my yeah. youngest yeah, friend. I'll be honest. It's my youngest friend. For sure.
0: Yeah.
2: And y'all must have become friends when he was, what, 19. Well, we don't talk about that. Yeah, it's yeah,
0: not, yeah, that's Amy, that's, that's you, legal? Come on. That's legal, that's, that's legal right? Yeah. You were 19, huh? Yeah. That's weird. Thanks.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
5: yeah, it's a little weird.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, it's fine. Well, I'm I'm pumped you're here.
5: Yeah,
4: it's
0: cool to be Checking here. out the studio? What do you think? It's pretty cool.
4: Yeah? You see all the, the pictures and stuff and videos online, so to see it in person. It's pretty What do you think neat. of inside of here? It's nice. Yeah, I like the, the color scheme. You know, the, color, <laughs> color scheme? It's great. Yeah, the, scheme. Uh, the, he likes blue. He's a Jayhawk, so there's a lot of
0: blue in here. So what are you going to study in college? What kind of law? Uh, contracts and intellectual property mm. what I'm going to try yeah, to focus on. make fun on. of him playing video games. Make fun mm-hmm. of him, he sue you. Nobody and has your making and your fun, property. fun of him. Yeah, yeah, no. you, made, you made the joke I was talking to a teenager online.
2: No, I was just doing the math. But you
0: really were. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was. But it's just because I tweeted who wants to play.
2: Yeah, And then I know. he's the
4: best person in our league.
2: And, and I'm now the... we have legal support in-house.
4: That's right. I love right. it. And he made hats for, like, sort of losers or something? Yeah, I designed some hats to send them over to... Eddie, I've been making like some polos and that type of stuff. So if you guys need any uh, merch golf-related, I, I got you. <laughs>
5: this dude's awesome. I'm telling you. I got, you some, ma-
4: I got some manufacturers set up. I just got some artwork. And like another country, yeah. I don't ask questions. I get them for cheap. <laughs> well, that's Video Game
0: Andrew. Mm-hmm. I just wanted you guys to meet him today and let you know real-life connections can happen. From video games,
2: right? I love it. Mm-hmm. I am not. I am all for this. Y- connect. Mm, you say that, you but can. you made
0: fun of with the joke of he was 19, and we we knew what that shot was.
2: In the beginning, I would say that w- is odd, but look at what grew from that.
0: I didn't say any 19 year olds out there want to play. I said <laughs> we, we did not. Any good on our team. I know. You still play Fortnite? Yeah, still do. What are you best at? At Fortnite? No. What are you best at of all the games? 2K. Yeah, that's basketball.
5: Anymore. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's
0: better than us. So much so we had to say, you can't have any players that are really good. <laughs> he can only get like mediums and scrubs while we have the good players. Okay. But so, he was also 19, so that's what, why
2: he was good. What <laughs> age did you start playing video games?
4: Oh, I've been playing for years, since I was young. Started with like NBA Live back when uh, that was a thing. Then they uh, stopped that for a while. And 2K started coming out, so I started playing those. So
0: Andrew okay, was a well, good ba- yeah. high
4: school basketball player too. Not just a nerd
0: like us, also an athlete.
2: Well, I'm just thinking that kids could, you're using this for, like, well, husbands, wives, mm-hmm. whatever, who's into it. But, like, kids might be able to use this interview to their parents of, like, look, I can play video games, still be good at sports, and go to law school eventually. Boom.
0: That's true. I like yeah. that. Boom. And play online with 40-year-old men. That's right. right. No, 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 don't say that. No, don't that's, that's that not the part. one. We're not going <laughs> to that angle. All right. That's right. Andrew, hang out. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me on. He's real live. You want to touch
2: him? Just prove he's real alive? <laughs> I mean, go, yeah, no, I just saw him eat a burger.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Shout out Sonic. Nailed it. Shout out
0: Sonic. <laughs> all right. Uh, there he is, Andrew. Okay, Ray, tell me about this game. Country Songs Played on a Saxophone. So easy listening, like yep. elevator music. Do they even call it elevator music anymore? Yeah. yeah hold for sure. music, hold music. Sure. But all country songs played on basically the sax. So Ray will play it. How long do we get to hear it, Ray? Uh, 20 seconds? Up to you. You're you're running the game. You should be able to figure it out in 20. You'll have twenty sec I'm playing two. I don't know them. So you have twenty seconds <laughs> and name the song. Don't yell it out. We'll all write it down. Okay. Okay. All right. Number
5: one.
0: <laughs>
2: That's
5: nice. Everybody
0: in? Yep. yep.
1: Okay. But I want to stay on hold.
0: Oh, you want to be on hold? No. All yeah. on hold. <laughs> One, two, three. Girl, girl crush.
2: Oh! a girl crush. Good
0: job, good job. Number two. Go ahead.
5: I'm in.
1: I'm in for the win. You are in. Yeah. Okay. Lunchbox, what do you got? Body like a back road. Me too. Eddie. Body like a back road. Same. Ray. Like nice. Good job, everybody.
0: Woo! I'm on fire. <laughs> All right. We'll go. If we get to seven and nobody has it, we'll have to go speed round then. Okay, okay
1: that's fine. All right. You think you're gonna be there? Fi- <laughs> Fight for fine. it. That's <laughs> <You're> Gonna be <laughs> yeah. there fighting for it. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah.
0: All right, number three, let's go.
7: In. 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 Shh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Last in, you're first to speak. Whomever. Lunch. Wagon wheel. I have wagon wheel. Yes.
2: Yeah, wagon wheel.
5: Wagon
0: wheel. God, we're so looking for a playoff. We, we got, got four more to go, buddy. Wheel. All
2: right,
5: next one. That was a tough Here one. Here we go. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Hold on. <laughs> we stress him out. Lunchbox's hands are on his in.
0: head. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I'm in the win. Lunchbox. My church. My church. Ah!
7: My, My church. church. All
0: right, good.
7: Can I, get a I was going hallelujah. Can I get a name He's on
0: fire. Killing it. All right, number five, go. I'm in.
5: I'm in. Oh wow. Okay. Everybody's in. All right.
2: Answers
0: pens down guys. Oh
2: shoot. Is that the name? Pens down, guys.
0: Pens down, guys.
1: Okay. Pens down guys. Lunchbox. I got to all you haters that didn't think I was gonna be here. How do you like me now? I made it this far, I'm out.
5: (laughs) Is that 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 was like his way of sneaking something in?
1: (laughs) That's your song? Hey, yep. I'm lucky it's not an advertisement. Like
0: he's <laughs> yeah. not selling spots to his friends for games, <laughs> so I'll take it. What? Uh, that's incorrect, Lunchbox. Yeah. Amy?
2: <sighs> head over boots for that's you. That's good. What's the name of your song? Oh, I only wrote down head over boots.
4: Eddie?
5: Yeah, I wrote that down too, and I'm like, it just doesn't sound yeah. right. Who would name a song head over boots, but I think
0: that's is the it, title, head John over Board boots. Is it
2: for you? Head no. over boots for well, you?
0: I'll raise the one with the answer key. I know. I think it's head over boots. Because it's the name of the song. Okay. Head over boots. Woo! All right. Three of us remain. All right. I'll play for fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. you can play in your head. Hey, mic him down, Ray. You know what he's gonna do it. Turn no, the no, mic off. No, I'll on. just write it, I'll just write it down. No, he's <laughs> off. There he goes. All right. Next up.
5: <laughs> and. What? Wow. Really? Oh yeah.
0: got it. <laughs> yeah, what? Five seconds. Time. What? It we t- don't get to hear me- it again? No. It took me, a- no, it's 30 seconds or 20 seconds. Uh, That's it. I
2: have nothing because I never, nothing ever clicked. Nothing.
0: That was a tough one for me, too, to click. It's Luke Combs, and I was a little confused on which of those slow songs it was. Yep. Is it Luke Combs?
5: Yeah. One? I have I have Luke Combs. yes. Ray, is it Luke Combs? Okay. Okay. He, he, here's the hard part. It's a hard one. I have two words written down, <sighs> mm-hmm. and they could be in the wrong order.
0: Oh. Because I have two words too, so it must be on the same one. Yeah. Okay. You want to say on the count of three? Uh huh. One, two, three. Crazy, beautiful, crazy. Beautiful.
2: Oh, oh, y'all said it the other way. Bobby's
0: right. Let's well, just mic We don't know we don't know your feelings. <laughs> no, no, no. On the, no, no we Bobby's don't know your right. feelings on the issue. <laughs> So you say crazy beautiful, I say beautiful crazy. Yeah. Ray, what's the answer? Beautiful crazy.
7: Yeah! That's crazy.
0: crazy. Wow. Beautiful. Amazing. I don't even get to play games. Play my song, Ray Mundo. Yeah. But this oh. is, is why. Oh. Yes. oh. 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 <laughs> You're unbelievable. Oh. What do you mean this is why? Because, because every you time you play, win. you win. Eddie. You know what it's like to play with you? What? I sit over here and watch you talk crap to these two all yeah, the time. And I'm like, you just need a good smacking. <laughs> and you just got one. So that's why you play. You two should be happy I came in. I am happy. Gave him his justice. Thanks. Good job. Watch <laughs> his Mike's not on. He's still
1: <laughs> Stupid! Okay. I wouldn't have got
0: either of those. We didn't think you would have. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I wanna say thanks for everybody who has helped with Saint Jude. I mean you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. Saint Jude has been leading the way Having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it, but, you know, somebody did, but Saint Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs> Audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. We had a listener call the show, and they said that they tried to get A-Rod to sign a baseball. They were a kid, and A-Rod said, nah, kept moving. Even though he easily could have, and it wasn't with a big group of people. Lunchbox told the story of him going up to Scottie Pippen in a mall and being like, hey, we signed my hat? And Pippen said, no. And there was no one around. No one. We're like, when Ugh. did an athlete do you wrong? And I mentioned because my wife's still mad at Kevin Durant. We were watching the David Letterman series on Netflix. He was interviewing Kevin Durant, who now plays with the Nets, but used to play with the Oklahoma City Thunder. She's a massive Thunder fan. And the whole time she's like, why'd you leave? You sucked in game seven. Why? And I'm like, he can't hear you. <laughs> like I know. And so I, I just paused it, and I'll watch it later by myself. But she was still upset with Kevin Durant. So did an athlete or a celebrity do you wrong? Victor is on, who wants to talk about Steve Kerr, who now coaches uh, in Golden State, but used to play for the Bulls, Amy, just okay. so you know. Okay, All right, here we go, gotcha. Victor. What's up?
7: So I was a huge Bulls fan, and I worked at a little restaurant in Myrtle Beach, a little hole in the wall, and Steve Kerr walks in, sits right at the bar, and uh, like I, I respectfully asked for an autograph. And he said, no, just straight up, no. Oh. And I, I think he could tell I was a little mad. So he, he tried to just uh, give me some, uh, uh, I, I can't, uh, you know, I, uh, it's in part of my contract or something like that. I don't even know. I, I didn't listen. But.
0: He told you he couldn't sign? Because of his <laughs> contract contract? This. Yeah,
7: yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah, felt something about his contract on the off season he couldn't sign.
0: Okay. You know, I would understand if it was like some sort of brand. He's like, I can't sign that brand. Yeah. Yeah. I can sign- right. What were you wanting him to sign?
7: I think it was just my shirt. Like, whatever I had. Maybe a hat I had on or whatever. Anything. I anything. He could have wrote it on my arm. Right? Like, <laughs> but he said, though, so, I mean, and, and there was nobody in there. You know, it was just him and, and some girl he came in with. And that, that's my grudge story, man.
0: Well, I appreciate I that. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> I would, too. All right, Victor. I appreciate that. Have a good day. All right, thanks. I love you guys. Thanks. Thank you, buddy. I wonder, again, let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe... There were other people, and it's like, if I sign one thing, i got to sign everything.
2: He but said there was no you one there. No one. I know. I know. And then he made it, Maybe that Victor is was contract. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Maybe. Yeah, I believe Victor, though, <laughs> I guess we're wondering. Uh, Sandra in Mississippi is going to talk about Pete Rose. Amy, Pete Rose mm-hmm. considered the greatest hitter of all time. He used to play back in the 70s for the Reds. He got in trouble for gambling on baseball. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's go. Sandra, what do you say?
3: Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Well, my husband and I were in Las Vegas. We were walking through Caesars Palace. And at a sports store, he was there. So we're like, we'll go in, buy $20 baseball, get his autograph. He refused. You had to buy something at least $500 or more, or he would not autograph it. Huh.
1: That's how he makes most of his money. That's yeah. probably a deal. His signing. Yeah, and- he had us a deal with that place. He's there all the time, and you had to buy something. So, mm-hmm. I can't really fault him because that's contract. That's his contract. Like yeah, Steve, Baird, that one is. That's legit in yeah, his contract. Yeah, that dude has,
0: he, that's how he makes money is signing and he writes, I'm sorry, I bet on baseball or something like that. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Pro, still so, though. he wasn't random. I'm, I'm still on Sandra's team just yeah. for no reason because yeah. I was like Sandra. Yeah, that's a tough one, though. All right, Sandra, I appreciate that. Have a good one. I wouldn't have spent Thanks. 500 bucks on anything to get Pete Rose no. uh, Let's go to Jill in Pennsylvania. Jill, you want to talk about Travis Tritt?
3: Morning. Morning. So, um, I work at a performing arts center in Central Pennsylvania, and we have major acts go through all the time. And most of the time, they're great. Travis Truitt came in, and I'm a huge fan. Couldn't wait to meet him. He, his management comes in ahead of him and says, "Everybody stand against the wall. Nobody make eye contact. No way. Don't
0: be. No way. Him. No. way. Uh, no, uh, no way. That can't be true, Joe. Yes.
7: Wow."
3: It's true, because I, I, we've had major acts through there. We've had Ringo Starr, Tony Bennett. We've had major acts through there. To this day, yeah. when he comes on the radio, I have to turn him off. I it's go, wow.
4: great,
0: Dave. she change station. <laughs> not, not today. She never gets She's through like, alive. <laughs> so they made you stand up against the wall as they walked. Did you stand up against the wall and did he walk through?
3: Well, yeah, he walked through and I do all the meet and greets, So I had to speak with them as to what was going on. And I thought, you know what? I'm talking to him. I'm looking him in the eye and that's the way it's going to be.
0: Was he nice to you? Did you talk to him?
3: No, no, he wouldn't speak to anybody in the venue.
2: So but you said you were going to look at him and talk to him. So you did that and then he just ignored you?
3: Yeah. He was like, I was like, okay, you're going to meet, you know, the meet and greets here at this time. (laughs) This is where you'll need to be. And he just like nodded his head and walked away.
0: Hmm. (laughs) That ain't a good look. Um, Here's what I'll say about management. Sometimes management's the bad guy because, and the artist doesn't even know it. Or the artist may know, they're like, hey, we're going to take care of it. And they, I don't, listen. Uh, you can ugh. hear the passion in her. voice. know. That still. good, man. I, all right, uh. Jill. we appreciate that. It's hard because Travis yeah. Tritt blocked me on Twitter. I know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but I love Travis Tritt's music, but like, he ain't been that cool to me either. So I'm like in this place of, it is one person's story. I don't know how accurate that is. And sometimes management teams are a little rough because they know their artist gets absolutely hounded. And maybe that was the case. Maybe it was like peak Travis Tritt time and, he was like everywhere he goes, he gets mobbed. That does sound like a lot. That's not that's a tough one that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So take it easy. <laughs> that's actually an Eagle song by Travis Trace. Here's it. a quarter. Yeah. He sang it and it sounded like he wasn't taking it that easy. <laughs> yeah, he was not Maybe that,
2: that was know. just they were he rough day. Maybe so. And
0: he like makes was, everybody stand up against mm, the wall every rough day. Yeah. Yeah. Having a rough day. Have them all stand up against the wall, please. All right. Yeah. Well, I think we'll, we'll end on that one. Okay. Do you want to hear Kyle Busch, NASCAR race driver? Yes. Okay. Uh, he's not on. They're just going to...
5: Yeah, on. I want to hear about him, because he, like, he's a jerk, though. Is he? Like, like well-known jerk.
0: Shane in Florida, what do you got for us?
7: Kyle Busch. I, that is one guy that I absolutely hate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Down here in Pensacola, Florida, we have an event called the Snowball Derby every year for uh, stock car racing. I guess one of the biggest short track races in the country. And back in the day, they used to have a uh, go-kart event called the snowball showdown prior to it a few days before and after a few uh, preliminary races we all made it to the finals and i was leading and he was losing badly so he decided to start wrecking people and it <laughs> ever since then uh, i've basically like i said i hate him i mean i was one of the guys he wrecked and it ruined the chance of me you know beating the professionals kind of thing and
0: he killed it, the dream
7: that's just Dang. stuck with me ever since
0: Kyle Bush killed Shane's dream. Wow, wow! He didn't need to do that. He did not need That's to do dangerous. that. dangerous. No. <laughs> whiny baby. Let somebody else win. <laughs> yeah. Golly. All right, Shane. I'm glad we people. could share that to a national audience. Hope you feel a little better. One percent better.
7: I feel like everybody knows that already. He's kind of a uh, yeah. You know, yeah. a word we can't say on radio.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now more people know. All right, Shane. Have a great day. Oh yeah. Yes, sir, you do. I feel like at some point soon we need a positivity segment to equal this out. Yes, (laughs) please. All right, thank you guys. Hey, let me say this as we end: these are single-person accounts. They could have even been fully made up. I don't know. Someone could say, "I was walking down the street, Bobby spit in my face." That's never happened, but I can't. Somebody could call and easily say that. So let's just know that as we finish this segment. But all those callers, I believe. But any other people, though? (laughs) No, I I don't know. That was just an entertaining segment. All right, thank you guys for listening. (laughs)
1: Bobby Bone Show.
7: Bonehead. Story of the day.
1: This story comes to us from Memphis, Tennessee. An 18 year old pulled up to a stoplight, looked at the car next to him, and said, Vroom, vroom. Said, You want to race? And he peels out when it turns green. Only problem for him next in that car was an undercover cop. Woo woo, woo woo. Yeah, if I
0: were a racer, I'd always be scared that that person was an undercover cop. Yeah. That's why I wouldn't be a racer. I'd be the most neurotic racer ever. I'd be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know." Uh, This morning I was sitting at the stoplight and a car ran the red light right beside me. Just kind of slow and then took off right beside me. And I was like, well, that's weird. Maybe this is my thought process. Maybe something's wrong. Maybe they needed to get somewhere. Okay, fine. I'm still sitting at the red light. I can't go left. It's not a right on red. It's a left on red. And you don't go left on red. And so I'm sitting again. Another car blows it again right past the red stoplight. Is there some sort of new law that if it's still dark, you, you roll your own pace? Or? Oh, yeah. um, in some countries. No cars. Around. No, not this country. Uh, some <laughs> no. people do
1: it. I do it sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have the guts to even do that. Yeah, it's scary. I would feel like if I were them, that they, I would think I was an undercover cop just sitting there. <laughs> uh, so that's what happened this morning. All right, Lunchbox, thank I'm, you for that. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Morgan, tell the show what happened to you.
6: So I was out at a bar in Nashville, and I was sitting there with my two girlfriends. We were hanging out, and one of them was on their phone. And you know how people think it's funny to airdrop strangers something, right? And one of my friends got an airdrop from Anonymous is what it said. She opens it up thinking... Why would
0: she open it up, first of all?
6: Well, thinking it's going to be a funny picture. You're in a bar with a bunch of people our age, and you think it's going to be funny. I think
0: it'd be a wiener. I'll be honest with you. That's what I would think it was going to be. Well, if that's
6: the worst case scenario, then it's still funny, and then you're like, okay, this is weird. (laughs) Right? But, like, you think it's going to be a funny story. Okay. She opens it. It's a picture of a shooter, of a guy with an AR-15
0: what? Yeah, tell me that ain't freaky.
7: That's not
6: funny. Yeah, we all immediately looked at each other like, is this a joke? Again, came from Anonymous. There's no number or a name attached to it. And so she immediately goes to the front door guy who takes her to the manager. She tells him what happened. And they're like sitting there contemplating everything. And we're like, we're not going to sit here and find out what you're going to contemplate. We just pieced out of there right away and left.
0: Yeah, that's not a funny joke. And two, that manager's going to make a decision. Do I just make everybody leave? Right. And so they didn't.
6: I don't think they did. And obviously nothing ended up happening, but we're, we weren't taking any chances. We were we're like, we're out. Joke or not, we're out of this bar.
0: Yeah, that ain't funny at all. Like, again, I don't think the wiener thing's funny either.
6: No. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I
0: wouldn't do that. But, you know, I could see where that isn't the level of someone sending a picture of a shooter. Um, and so you guys left. We left. Nothing else.
6: Nothing happened. I, like, I have the picture of the guy. It's creepy. Like, it's a creepy photo. Do you
0: think it was him or do you think he just found one of off the internet.
6: I don't know. It doesn't look like it would be someone like in the army or or anything. It doesn't look like one of those photos. It definitely looks like something from the internet, but people take some strange photos, so it yeah. could be him.
1: Lunchbox, would you have called 911? Absolutely. <laughs> you would Immediately you call 911 <laughs> say, sure. listen, we have a situation here. Mm-hmm. I'm at a bar and someone put this. That means they're like giving a hint. You get, when you see something, say something. And That's she what did. It. Yeah, we said did. something. Yeah, But, but, but you manager, love to call 911. Yeah, yeah, you can't
0: get enough of 911. Yeah, yeah but the We man- need an intervention for 911 for <laughs> <That's>
1: Right. <laughs> the manager, I think, messed up in this situation. You have to clear that bar. You have to. I know you're looking at the bottom line, profits, all that. But, man, you've got to call 911 and have it pff, evacuated. I'm
0: just glad I didn't have to make that decision. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah tough. Tough. And I'm just glad right? that nobody got shot, and that is a terrible joke. That's not a funny joke in any way. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you guys.
6: Yeah, I mean, I don't know that we're going to be going to that bar again anytime soon. I don't so. th- think it was the
1: bars. <laughs> no, it's not the bars. The people that were at the bar. It was the but person pe- that was at the bar.
6: Yeah, the people that go there, clearly.
1: Yeah, Just one person.
6: Well,
0: that's the deal. We're done with today's show. Uh, that's is, that is a that's a weird situation. And don't be sending people pictures on drop AirDrop anonymously. No. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Rarely has that been funny. A couple times been funny though. I got a couple funny memes though. I was on an airplane once and accidentally hit accept. I got a pretty funny picture of a fish that talked like a human. It was that Billy Bass. But it was singing what? It. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was Billy Bass. Bass singing a different song. Remember Billy Bass? Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Be. yeah, that's a good one. Other than that though, I haven't had much luck on that.
5: He even did like rolling on the river. <laughs>
0: Billy Bass was awesome. Yeah, he was. Didn't get the respect it deserves as far as pop culture. Uh, we're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Tomorrow on the show, Ben Rector will be in, and he will perform. We'll do the dance parties and easy trivia. Bye, everybody.
7: Bobby bones. <laughs>
2: This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
7: Step into the world of power, loyalty